0: what's up everybody and welcome to all my newbies this is Marnesia the owner of mini voice outreach and the host of this podcast mini voice thanks for tuning in to the place where my words aim to uplift motivate and push you right where you are yes even when you don't want to hear it (laughs) so don't just listen with your ears but listen with your heart because when I'm helping you I'm helping me as well let's get to it we've got work to do Everybody, I am back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I missed y'all last week. I know y'all missed me. Well, I hope y'all missed me Um, do you know what today is? It is thursday Okay, I just had to get that out the way Anywho, last week I was in a seminar that lasted a week Um, it was twice a day sometimes three times a day and I was tired. So I was like, you know what? I'll just push my podcast back to next week So next week is here So you know it's podcast time um, And today I just want to talk to y'all um, About overcoming shame um, Overcoming shame I truly believe that One of the greatest issues That many of us are facing right now Or dealing with um, Or haven't truly dealt with is overcoming shame and that could be uh whether an ideal you had um didn't work out the way you intended for it to, to work out um you taking a leap of faith maybe it didn't turn out the way you thought it would uh, turn out um, maybe a situation with a job a relationship failing or um you getting pregnant or um, you losing your job, um, you getting evicted, or whatever the case may be, there's so many things can that can result in us taking on shame. And I can relate to this. I have been there before. Uh, I went through a season of my life where I experienced some shame that I never even spoke about. I told nobody about it, like not one soul. But everybody listening uh right now will be the first to know um i spe- I experienced a season of shame five years ago, and five years ago was when I had my son um I can recall when I first told um Facebook that I was pregnant. There were so many people that were happy for me, so many people were excited, and I had a little few of people who didn't like the fact, well, I can't say didn't like, they didn't like the fact that I was pregnant. And somewhere they there may have been someone who looked up to me who may have turned away. Now, I'm not saying that this was um, brought to my attention or anything like that, but I'm just saying, let's just say just in case because a lot of times we don't know that we we have people looking up to us we don't know that we have certain people watching specific people watching that watches everything you do um people that um hold you to um certain type of level and sometimes with those individuals if you do something um in a way just i mean it's we're all human but if you mess up as a human, to these individuals, they experience depression. They experience um, feeling let down. They experience uh, all these type of different emotions where they feel like, you know what, I'm good on them. So let's just say maybe there was someone out there who may have looked up to me or thought highly of me. And let's say I, I, I messed up. Let's say that I um got pregnant outside of marriage and these people ran away. Hey, that's fine. But there were some individuals that stuck out. And one of them was a lady, i I never forget. Uh, she was an older lady. And she commented on my post and she told me, she said, babies are a blessing, but I will not celebrate your sin. Babies are a blessing, but I would not celebrate your sin. And I remembered it. Um, And I'm not saying we are to celebrate sin, but what I am saying and what I am getting around to is the fact that there's so many people Who had the opportunity to live their lives and they forget where they come from. There's so many people who had the opportunity to live their lives. And now that they're better, now that they've gotten older, now that they're wiser, they forget that they were the very ones that needed grace and they needed mercy. So this woman said that to me. And I gave her a pass. You know, I paid it no mind. But I know, I also know some people that I was connected to, some people that I did consider friend. Um, I noticed that when I got pregnant, and I'm not saying not I'm not speaking of friends that I was around all the times so or friends that I talked to often, but I'll just say I noticed that some um of my pla- my past classmates When I announced that I was pregnant, I noticed that these people stopped liking my stuff. I noticed that these people no longer um, communicated with me over social media. But I also know that these same human, these same people that counted me out ended up pregnant outside of marriage, whether they're pregnant now. Or whether they got pregnant right behind me, but those same people ended up pregnant with not being married. And that the lesson in, in that is you truly have to be careful <laughs> with the judgment. That you place on other people you truly have to be careful with the way that you treat people you truly have to be careful with the way that you view people you just have to be careful because a lot of times we don't know the story we just know what we see we don't know the story but we put our assumption with what we see and that's what causes the problem but a lot of people didn't know when I announced it that I was pregnant, a lot of people didn't know that I had been celibate for over a year and a half. A lot of people didn't know that um, everything that I said and that I posted uh, those years back was true. Everybody didn't know that I was living in what I was speaking uh, during that time. Everybody didn't know, but what people did know is, hey, she popped out and announced that she was pregnant, so nine times out of ten, she must always been doing this, and that's where we mess up as people. We try to put the pieces of the puzzle together without even having all the pieces to the puzzle. So that means that something in that story will be missing. Some pieces you won't you won't be able to put it all together if you don't have all the pieces, but naturally. We allow ourselves to try to think on our behalves and the behalves on others. And we take those thoughts and we run with them. But I'll never forget um, what that lady said. And she said that. And I was like, okay, I'll give her a pass. And that's not even what bothered me. What bothered me was the fact that I felt like, oh, I was doing so good. I was on a road. I knew where my heart was. I knew um, how motivated I was, how driven I was. I I knew what I needed to be doing. I knew where I needed to be. And I felt like I failed. I felt like I turned my back on purpose. I felt like I turned my back on the people that were looking up to me. I felt like, for one, I I was mad. I was I was upset because I'm like, look, I could have waited 10, 20 more years. I really didn't want kids. But I felt like and I know that sounds crazy because some people are gonna be like, well, you ain't want kids, but you was, you know, hey, a lot of us don't want kids and we, a lot of us don't want something and we do something that can produce something, or we um go out and do something that could uh, have an effect. Every cause has an effect. But, that's not the part that, her, her saying that's not the part that caused me to experience shame. I experienced shame because in my mind, I knew that I always wanted to be married before kids if I ever had them. Because I really didn't want them, but if I had them, I wanted to be married. But things didn't work out like that. So I carried on shame. I went through a season of shame, and I kept telling myself, "I can't believe I'm pregnant. I can't believe I'm pregnant." And the bigger I got, the more uncomfortable I became. And I sung at church. I used to pray on the praise and worship team, and I sat myself down, like you know, <laughs> hey, we 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 know right from wrong, and in some senses, in some cases, some situations. Nobody shouldn't have to sit you down. You should have enough wisdom to be able to sit yourself down. But I want to set myself down because I was shame and I was uncomfortable. But I didn't tell nobody why I set myself down. I just set myself down because, for one, I'm not going to be standing up there all big and wide and I'm singing. No. Because I knew that I still love God. I knew that. I still desired to fulfill the purpose. I knew that I still wanted to make God proud. I knew that me falling short did not disqualify me, but I knew that even it made me even more qualified. But I also knew and understand that a lot uh, understood that a lot of people would not understand that I was no longer that, that that didn't cause me to be counted out. So I carried on a uh 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 I I went through this season of shame and not because of of what people said to me but because of what I felt within myself. The disappointment I felt for myself towards myself concerning my situation. And I'm just like, "What?" But even in your mess-ups, I just want to let somebody know even in your mess-ups Even when you fall short, even when you miss the mark, God has a way of allowing your situation To be effective Because everything we experience and everything we grow go through we have to know and understand that we are assigned to somebody somebody is assigned to us, but You know the saying, they say that God does not call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. God does not call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. And I I have this question. Um, If we all walked around and we portrayed perfection. How could we help anybody else? How could we be a benefit to anybody else? People are not wanting to see the perfection. People are not always wanting to hear the scripture after scripture after scripture. People are wanting to connect with people who are relatable. People are wanting to encounter people who've been through something. People are wanting to see the evidence of God being present in someone's life. But the fact, if I was a person that just sat here and like, oh God, hallelujah, and da 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 that's not going to help anyone. But the real coming out is in the ability for you to be related to. People need people that they can relate to. People need people who can show them that I was you. I was in what you're in. I came out. Look at me. God still loves me. God still cares. God has the ability to forgive you no matter what situation you may find yourself in, no matter what the circumstance may feel like or look like to everybody else surrounded by you, but you are not counted out. So back then years ago, God had to literally deal with me and inform me that I wasn't counted out. That the mistake or me falling short did not count me out, but it made me more qualified for such a time as this. It made me more qualified for my purpose. It made me more qualified for the anointing that he placed on my life. It made me more qualified for the mantle. It made me more qualified. So I had to go through that season of dealing with what I disliked about my own actions. Because not only was I getting ready to be a new mother I was dealing with the relationship failing. So shame came behind that. Let me tell you something. A lot of people get shame when these relationships fail. And reason being because oftentimes when we're with people that have people wanting them, that we're with people that have people waiting on their turn, we're with people that have people waiting for the, the um, relationship to cave in. A lot of times we don't want to prove them right. We don't want to show them that, hey, we can't get through this or we can't get through that. We don't want to show them that we're really tired and we want to be done. We don't want to show them that. But we want to prove a point. We want to um, show that we can get through everything. We want to show them that, we're down for each other we want to show them that hey we're still showing up for one another we want to show them that what they feel and what they're saying is incorrect we want to show them that they're not getting a turn if we want to be real a lot of women and I, i've been through that phase in my life when i was younger we want to make people feel like we got it going on because we got somebody that got everybody But we ain't got it going on. What we do got is a headache. What we do got is to worry. What we do got is uncertainty. What we do have is that discomfort. What that does bring along is the insecurities. What it does produce is discord. That's what we have we don't have a prize we have nothing special we don't have peace we don't have that sound mind because all we're worried about is proving somebody else wrong like yeah you thought you thought this was the end it ain't but guess what it is even in those moments of you all being in each other's presence There's nothing valuable there There's no value There's no substance The foundation is not solid It's like quicksand Caving right in So when those relationships fail We experience that shame Like not everybody gonna be looking at me They'll be like Ooh I told you Ooh this that. We experience that shame We put our all into a vision that we have and it don't work out. That opens the door for people to have their mouths on it. And I'm not saying because they have their mouths on it. We don't serve a God who can make things, the bad, work out for your good. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is a lot of times we do not know how to ignore the opinions of everybody else, the statements of everybody else. So it brings about some shame. It brings about some shame. But I want to tell somebody and encourage somebody that you can get through that shame. You can overcome that shame. But it starts with you dealing with you. It starts with you dealing with what you truly feel and how you truly feel. It starts with you first of all being honest about Hey, I am in a place of shame. I'm experiencing a season of shame because I was never in denial about me being ashamed. I just didn't let nobody else know that I was ashamed. The only time I admitted that was when I had my moments with God. But there are some people and somebody somewhere who can't even admit it in those sacred moments. It's okay to feel how you feel because that feeling has the ability to leave you. If you allow it to, if you let it, that place you in You don't have to always be there. You don't have to stay there. God has given you the power and the authority to speak yourself out of any situation. You can speak certain certain emotions off of you if you're equipped to do so. But honesty is definitely the way to go. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to say, hey, look, I, I really am in a place of shame. Or I really am dealing with depression. Or I really am hurt. Or I really can't get over what they said to me. Or I really can't get over what they did to me. I can't believe it. I'm a Paul. <laughs> I'm you have to be honest. I haven't forgiven my old friend yet. I haven't forgiven my daddy yet. I haven't forgiven my mama yet. I I I feel some type of way about my family, or uh, I, I I I I don't like being around my boss because my boss. You have to face it head on, because a lot of issues can re- be resolved. With us having that honesty within ourselves. And once you're honest, you give God the permission to move on your behalf. Once you're honest, you're letting God know that I recognize where I am. And where I am, I'm not liking nor am I wanting to be. So I'm welcoming you in this place with me. And you have to know and trust that once God gets in the ring with you, you will not come out defeated. So, yeah, I've been through that shame. I I experienced that shame. Shame with uh, getting pregnant. Shame with failed relationships. I experienced that shame because nobody, especially when you bring uh, somebody around everybody, now, I don't have nobody just being around everybody, but I'm just saying, especially when you have somebody that bring up, you bring up like, I mean, about, around everybody that met everybody. So when it's over, you have to deal with them, the, the family, the friends, the whoever, everybody asking about that person. And sometimes it's quite embarrassing to say, look, they didn't work out because of this. And I'm not saying you always have to tell the reason, but when we do sometimes it's quite embarrassing but like yeah you know she did this or he did that you know that's shame and my desire for those under the sound of my voice today is that you release it is that you no longer find yourself in that space is that you allow that shame you do not allow that shame to consume you you do not allow that shame to dictate who god said you is you do not allow that shame to determine what you can and cannot do you do not allow that shame to make you feel like you're not important you're not valuable you don't matter you're counted out um god no longer um counts you in god is no longer listening to you god is upset with you i i truly desire that you not allow that shame to become your world but you got to know you have to know that it's possible to overcome You can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. And I'm certain that I'm not the only one that has experienced shame. I'm certain that I'm not the only one one that has overcome shame. But you have to go to the person who has the ability to make it all cease. A lot of times we try to do everything by ourselves. We want to work it out on our own. And I understand because... I'm a strong individual, but I'm never too strong to go to God. But I understand the level of strength that one can possess. But you have to know where you're being overpowered in. And some situations are just too much for us to do by ourselves. So, certain situations, Certain feelings require you to tap. I mean, you got to. You, y'all, y'all used to watch WWL because I know I used to watch WWL. And they used to have tag team wrestling matches. Sometimes you just got to tag God in. But how can you tag him in if you don't even acknowledge the fact that he's on your team? Again, how can you tag God in? If you never even acknowledge The fact that he's on your team That's good So I just truly hope That someone understands After hearing or seeing this podcast Because it is on the audio as well But I'm hoping that someone truly understands that it's possible to overcome shame. You don't have to be uncomfortable. You don't have to carry that that burden with you. You know, Erica Badu had a song. That, have a song that say, "Bag a lady, you gonna hurt your bag." Oh, what she say? Carrying all them bags like that. I guess that's what she said. Grabbing all them bags. Of- Dragging out, of, dragging out of bags like that But don't put yourself in a position to hurt your back <laughs> When you got somebody Who has the ability To keep you standing straight As long as God is there You don't have to break You don't have to put yourself in a position to break You don't have to keep yourself in that position where you're hurting. You don't have to keep yourself in that position where you're you're disappointed. You don't have to keep yourself in that position where you're stressed out. You don't have to keep yourself in that position where you're feeling overwhelmed. You don't have to remain in that position where you're ashamed. You don't have to stay in that position. So My hopes for you today is that you come to the realization that shame has the ability to be behind you. And until next time, bye-bye.